We out the projects, baby. Where we gonna live at, son? Central Park West somewhere? What you gonna buy your mama, son? How much? A big house. It's the will of the man. It ain't the skill of the man. Don't be afraid of nobody. Take it. Take Go it. strong, baby. Like nobody's better yes. than you. You have a son named Jesus Shuttlesworth? Is your son considered the number one high school prospect in these United States? He's awesome, baby, with a capital A. Governor's made a request that your son seriously consider enrolling in his alma mater, Big State. The governor's given me his word. He'll do everything in his power to cut your time here short. The NC2A deadline is one week away. Two parole officers will be assigned to you. Yeah, I guess I better get working now, huh? Hello, son. What did I tell you about that stranger in the house? He's not a stranger. He's our father. I don't have a father. Look, I need to talk to you. You'll see me around. The man escaped just like Shawshank. Why beat around the bush? We love you. It's $10,000. I don't need that money, Coach. You can look like Buddy Hackett and drive down the street with this and have 40 girls chasing you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want you to go to Big State, son. You find it in your heart to go to Big State, they may let me out on an early parole. I got that uh, arthritis thing. My brother's got the same arthritic condition. It's going around here in Coney Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's contagious. But Why in the hell did you name me Jesus anyway? What type of name is that? Jesus! Jesus! It's a biblical name. No kidding. I pray that you understand why I put you. I was the one who put the ball in your crib. I ain't no baby no more. Dear Lord, deliver Jesus to us. People make mistakes. People veer off the path. So what? God forgives you. When will you? Never. Ooh. I bet he can finally beat you. One on one. And this will be the most important decision in your life. Don't blow it. Uh, well, uh, Welcome no, to the podcast. That's right, movie the podcast. It is the first week of basketball. It would June. charge the fence. You don't charge an electric. Fence. Like it's plugged. In. It's like a continual current. It's not. Well, like then it. I don't. Maybe it's given back to the grid if you got one of those reverse meters. <laughs> anyway, we watched uh, He Got Game, starring one Denzel Washington, and starring not Kevin Garnett, who would have been totally available in the right age, but instead we got Raymond Allen. Um, yeah, who's a great basketball player, not a very good actor. Mila Jovovich, who's a great Rosario basketball Dawson, player, not who's a great basketball player. <laughs> um, and and possibly one of the worst Italian American actors oh my in the history of both Italy and acting. Uh, who played I don't know Bumpy <laughs> Magoo or whatever his name was with his fancy house and multiple talking cars. About Roger uh, Governor Smith or whatever. Was it? It was like Dom Pagliotti. We're talking or about like the the so agent that tried to the sell agent him. That, oh, no, I thought you were that guy. Oh my god, that guy is so, hilarious. So horrible. He's, he sounds like an infomercial. So fun fact: before we get into it, he has done I think exclusively Spike Lee movies. That's his entire IMDb, and his character, this character, Dom Pagliotti or whatever, it shows up in I guess because we found out Spike Lee had something to do with like NBA Two K Sixteen. I wanted to ask Sean about that. Yeah. Sean, you you play the NBA 2K games, don't I do, you? Yeah. Did he do like is it, from from what I gathered, just reading briefly? So, Spike Lee wrote the campaign mode yeah. in 2K16. Have, have you ever played like the newer Maddens, like the mm-hmm. last like three years or so? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know that like horrific story mode that they've got. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly. like yeah. a version of the um the 2k story mode like so when you do a single player it's not like the show where it's just kind of like stats and go right it's like a story yeah yeah so 
And I figured it was like it was kind of it was from I, I would gather that it's kind of like a takeoff of this. Well, it's canonically, it happens in the same universe. Yeah, um, it's uh, if I recall correctly, and I haven't played this one in a while. The main character in that uh, that you play is nicknamed Frequency Vibrations, which is a name <laughs> that only Spike Lee would come up with. I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's Moses it's Shuttlesworth, seventies like kind of basketball world be free sort of thing. Mm. Uh, there all we right. go. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, what did you all watch this week, uh, Alec? Uh, I only watched one thing. One thing. Uh, it was. Uh, it's a movie. It's called Guava Island. Hmm. Oh, that's uh, that, and it's, that uh, came out a couple months Donald, ago, right? It's Donald Glover and uh, Rihanna. Yeah, uh, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Now uh, you it was just, an Amazon original. You're breaking up a little bit now, bud. Well, I didn't do anything. Interesting. Okay, continue. It's an Amazon. Or- <coughs> it's an Amazon original. Um, it's about Donald Glover and Rihanna grow up on this island. This island used to be like a beautiful tropical paradise, and it still kind of is. But also, there's like cap- capitalism there, and the Uh-oh. guy who runs the <laughs> island makes that makes all the islanders work. Uh, all day, every day. And Donald Glover is like a fun-loving guy, and he wants to have a a concert so that the workers can uh, relax for a night and chill out. And the head guy does not want him to do that. Um, pretty simple story, but it's really good. And, like, Donald Glover is... Like, I feel like when you just let him do whatever he wants, he does really creative stuff most of the time. And this follows that. It's only an hour long. It's fucking great. It's kind of like a musical too, or no? Kind of. It's yeah. got like some. It's a good songs in it and singing in it. He sings a few songs. Uh, the "This Is America" song he sings in it. Um, does the banana boat yeah. song come in? The Harry Belafonte song? <laughs> no, not the jingle for the for the sunscreen of the same name. No. Um, what? But I really, I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought it was a. Uh, really really interesting and like i hope donald glover keeps doing like obviously he's 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 diversifying his portfolio because he does everything he does movies tv makes music and he's excellent at all of it yeah he's so i'm always i'm always curious to see what he uh what he wants to do and does do next at the beginning of it there's this really like outstanding animation sequence that is just out of this world um, but yeah, that's all I watched. Uh, Gogs. Uh, I watched uh, four things. Jesus Holy Christ! Yeah. yeah, I really went for one, it. One no, most them, of, one, three of one of them is tabled, and so yeah, I'll transition. Of, I'll transition right into TJ afterwards, and then uh, three of them transition into me. All three <laughs> of them. All the other three are rewatches, so I'll be brief. Uh, Upgrade still kicks ass. Uh, Psycho Gorman still kicks ass. Oh, I, I also watched that, so that was the one thing I watched. <laughs> still uh, kicks ass. It's like two months old. Yeah, but he's still doing it. Um, <laughs> you guys remember? Uh, this is semi-related. One of you in the in our in our group chat sent the uh, the poster where Psycho Gorman sticking his head out of the mailbox. Like it was like a it looked like a '90s video cover, and it was like the yeah. family. 
like a gourmet steak. So I actually just randomly came across the movie The House Guest with Sinbad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that poster oh, is a parody of that post. I had no idea. I like oh, that's funny. It like looked like a you know like an early '90s like. But then I saw that poster, I was like, oh, they were riffing off that. That's pretty awesome. Another yeah. thing, uh, I think only TJ will care about this. Like you know how Rich Evans or whatever's one of the monsters. Yeah, the bucket of uh, gore monster or whatever. One of the other monsters, I forget which one, is Stuart Wellington from the the Flop House. You remember? that podcast yeah i used to listen to that all the time i kind of fell off with that good old psycho gore man that movie keeps keeps on giving hard scene makes me laugh so i fucking every time i this is the third time i've watched this movie since it's come out and the dad every time the dad just gets funnier and funnier and funnier yeah i i legit love that movie yeah, I'd, I'd love to help you, but it's like seven thirty, and I'm falling asleep on the fucking look. You know, you know yeah, Stan is like, I'd love to do it, but I'm just too lazy. You know what I did? I made a great meal for my family. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking they show that microwave. <laughs> you know how much I hate that word. My parents used it. My teachers used it, and now you, Susan. I love the scene where Psycho Gorman shows up to him on the toilet. He's like, oh, I don't know where that is. Oh, I don't know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> he's like just weeping. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, um, Grammar was in hell. <laughs> yeah, Psycho like Gourmet is just a triumph. We all agree. I hope, like, I hope now that uh, theaters are opening back up, like, it, or I have opened up, but I hope like the the repertory scene like starts to get going again, and I'd love to see. Somebody show that on in a theater. I'd love we to should, see that. We, we should crowd. do movie the podcast hosts a viewing of Psycho Gorman at the Auto Bar and just and just you know and then we'll just mail you them know? some cookies. We'll just send the we'll send them something. It's not we'll a bad idea. I, I might be able to get that arranged. Um, yeah, that that's actually great. a really good idea. Yeah, it would have been great uh, at the Draft House if they would have stopped raping everybody and got all those theaters not shut down. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um, and then the last thing I watched. Well, no, the last thing I watched before the, the thing me and TJ are going to talk about. I, I don't know why. I think this is on HBO Max, and I felt like hurting myself. I rewatched um, the Friday the 13th remake um, from like 2009. Oh, it's yeah, it's not good. I was like, maybe, because we saw it in the theaters. We did. I remember I'm us going. Kind of liking it in the theater, though. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't remember what my opinion was. I feel like it had soured on. I couldn't remember. But then I rewatched it, and it is just. So tremendous amount of titty, like so much, and it's excellent. But like the rest of that movie is so the like, the kills aren't even creative. No. Like they're just they're bland and like Jason, he runs. Jason should never run. Uh he's acting like a hunter and he sets traps. Jason doesn't do that. Like he doesn't these are not the things he does. Yeah, it kind yeah. of robbed him of like that supernatural. Kind right, of like he's yeah. just like, he's like an unstoppable force. Like he's just sort of like this creep. Like they, he took a hostage. Jason never yeah. takes a hostage. He doesn't have yeah. a he doesn't have a home base. I just assume he materializes. Yeah, they like, made him Rambo. Yeah, like they. Try, I think they tried to make him more like Leatherface, and then they sort of tried to make him more like Michael Myers, and they tried to make him semi relatable. Which who gives a fuck? That's not what I'm here for. That is that that relatable thing is like it, it's got it's the stink of that like. That, early 2000s yeah. remake thing because they did the same thing with the Texas Chainsaw thing where they're like, you know, they they did the one Texas Chainsaw remake and then they made the sequel that was a prequel and it was like, oh, you found out that Leatherface had like a skin condition and it's like, 
Who could well, ever give a fuck? It's also, when they uh they tried to make Michael Myers relatable by having uh, like, yeah, and they'll they'll a child or whatever. That, well, then they went the exact opposite with Nightmare on Elm Street because they didn't just make Freddy Krueger a child murderer; they made him like a pederast. Like they just like they leaned when he's coded as a pederast in the original. Well, they, he's explicitly a pederast in the one with Rorschach or whatever. I mean, I feel um, like I feel like that. I don't know. I as a as a as a connoisseur, if you will, of the Nightmare movie, I think it's pretty clear that he was a pedophile. Uh, fair, but the, the, yeah, he's just always that, trying to trying to touch kids' junk in their dreams. Yeah, it's not explicit the way it is in the remake, though. Because they or, beat you over the head with it. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I, I remember hating the remake. I I, I don't. Re- I remember seeing it once in the theater and absolutely hating it, but I don't remember anything about it. I'll, I, I'll I remember the, that too. I remember the design of Freddy wasn't bad. No, I remember Jack, the, the stills of him. Jackie Earl Hay looked good. He's fine for what he has to work with, which isn't very much. They should have just gotten Robert England. He could still pull it off. <laughs> I think he's still doing it. He wants to do another one. He's he's come out and said he wants to do one. Uh, I would I would be in for that. Yeah. I mean, he's got to wear all that makeup. He'd be fine. You know, he might not even he might not even need the makeup anymore. Well, it's not like it's not like uh, Freddy Krueger is going to do like fucking karate kicks and shit. <laughs> yeah. I'd be into that. Though. I'm actually, yeah, I take it. Like back. if they made an Indonesian nightmare, they need uh, they need a uh, no 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 they need a like, the Steven, nightmare comes for us. It's got it's got it's got to be That's Stephen it. Chow's Stephen Chow's nightmare on Elm Street. So so now it's just all dancing and hatchets and like. <laughs> All right, but anyway, yeah, like um, that that 2009 remake of Friday the 13th is just a fucking a bomb. I'm glad. Did they ever make one after that, or was that one such a? That was it. That it was made it. A, it made it made oh it made a lot of money. I think. I feel I think like that, whole, that, went, pl- that platinum dune shit. They, they they made all those movies like roughly around the same time within like yeah. three or four years. I think. I mean, yeah. that thing cost 19 and it made 92. Like, and there's kinda, no reason they shouldn't have made more. I think that company like. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what something happened with them on a production side because you all are right. They those movies all made a lot of money, but they just kind of stopped making them. And Michael Bay produced this one, which I always yeah, thought Platinum was Dunes is his production company. But anyway, so then I watched that. It's not wild. He just wants to make money. Like he, he's like hey, well, this wasn't Platinum Dunes. This oh this was it was oh it was uh, so many. It was New Line, Paramount, Platinum, Platinum Dunes. Dunes. It's that's Michael Bay's production company, mm-hmm. Platinum Dunes. Oh, um. So then the other thing I watched, I watched. With TJ, we watched uh, what turns out to be, to bury the lead, my second favorite non-Nolan DC movie, Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm going yeah. to go out and, and say that I was shocked that this movie wasn't awful. Blown like, away. It, well, I mean, it's a real low bar with DC movies, but uh, I actually walked away with it kind of liking it. I was surprised. I, was, yeah, I, 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 have my, I have my issues with it. Like, I hate how the story is told. Like, how well, it's... The- but it's fun, and the action scenes are cool, and it's goofy, and it leans into how stupid it is. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I they like. Captured, I think they captured everything they were trying to capture with Suicide Squad, like to be as 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 close to Guardians as you could get, and they they pulled it off to a much greater degree of success. I felt like this was trying to be Deadpool, like in yeah, a lot I mean, of ways. Yeah. But I like, didn't care for it a whole lot. But I did enjoy. Uh, What's her face is Renee Montoya. Like yeah, I mean, Rosie Perez, and I, yeah. I mean, I liked. Uh, I I I think it's funny because like the movie, like goes out of its way to code Black Mask and Victor Zaz as gay lovers, but they can't go full commitment and actually make them gay. Mm-hmm. They just like every scene is them like mincing around, and then when yeah, it's like uh, it's like um, 
fuck hard target with uh, yeah it's Arnold it's Arnold fucking Bouchard. hilarious yeah. yeah but it's even worse than this because when uh fucking smoking ass uh journey smallett shows up and like he's talking uh a fucking ewan mcgregor's talking to her like zaz is like freaking out like that he's not he's like lost his attention it's like i don't know I, overall, though, I, again, I came in with that movie with like the lowest expectations, incredibly low, and I, I kind of liked it. I think I wish they would have told it literally, like, literally, linearly. Yeah, like it's there's no like to, to steal a gogsism. Like the way they tell it, there's no stakes because they they you know it's like well this happened and let me tell you about this. Like I wish you could have done away with all that. The plot's simple enough where you could have just told it in a normal fashion. I don't know why they decided to cut it up into pieces. But on the plus uh, side, like the it plot, was their last resort. On the plus side, the plot is fine and the story makes sense. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's a it's a it's a straight narrative and you get it. And uh, Margot Robbie, did, everyone was everyone was fun in it. I really liked uh like sort of uh is it Mary? It's I always your name wrong. Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Yeah. yeah. Um, like her character's kind of like on the spectrum a little bit, like doesn't know how to behave around people. Like, I I don't know. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun. And uh, fucking Ewan McGregor was like chomping through scenery like a fucking Langolier. Like yeah. he was just like gnawing it up. I, and him him exploding at the end was fucking hilarious. Oh my God, that was fucking great. <laughs> fucking hilarious. I think if, if you like that movie, you should really check out the animated series because it has a similar premise about her trying to get out of the Joker's shadow. I need to watch. It's, is that on Max now? Yeah. Because that's not handcuffed to the stupid DC app anymore? No, no. Is okay. it also Birds of Prey or is it just like Harley Quinn? No, Queen? I think it's, it's just... It's her and Poison Ivy and uh, uh, Kite Man and like it's got like every goofy like condiment man and jason alexander plays a cyborg like it's it's fun okay that sounds, yeah. that does sound fun, I, don't, yeah. but I, I don't know i thought uh i think it's dumb they changed the title of the movie because it's really not even a birds of prey movie like it, it like kind of is by the end but i don't know the title change seems kind of strange to me oh, well, also, overall, uh one thing i i will say that did bother me is that like like most of the action scenes are really cool and well shot, but then there's like one sequence where like it's it, there's a bunch of water and they decide to like do all this slow mo and it's just like no 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 go go back to what you were doing before, like it looked great like just go back to that like they'll they'll I don't know the director seemed like like the director couldn't commit to to one thing I, I will say but overall not bad at it I I enjoyed it I usually DC movies are like punishing. And this actually was kind of enjoyable. Again, I have to preface that you literally just have to get a C to be a good DC movie. Like, you just have to make a movie I'm not, like, dreading watching. It's one you don't hate. No, I, I, I thought this was, this was definitely better than Aquaman. And, yeah, it's, it's up there for DC movies. I've yet, I've yet to see Aquaman. I think that's the, I haven't seen it's, Aquaman. I haven't uh, seen either of the Wonder Woman standalones. Both I of think those? I've seen oh, the rest. I don't like either one of those. The second Aquaman's Aquaman's a blast. I, I I'm on Team Alec. I actually kind of enjoyed Aquaman. I really felt it. I and felt it just got way. It was way too long. It felt it's drug and drug and drug. I don't know. And Shazam. I, I love watch, Shazam. I that's my number. It. That's my number one non Nolan DC movie. I need to watch Shazam. Uh, anything else, Scott? No, TJ. Uh, I just watched that with you, and I I also watched the half thing I'll talk about real quick. I watched half of uh, the Sweet Tooth show on Netflix. Uh, I'm a big fan of the comic book. Uh, the series is good. 
it's uh, it goes pretty far off of the comic, but I mean, I don't mind it as long. It still feels like a faithful adaptation. Also, the comic book is a very straightforward story. I think you could tell the story in the at least the first two trades of the comic in like six episodes. That's Lemire. Yeah, it's a Jeff Lemire uh, comic. Uh, there's it's there's fun little Jeff Lemire nods in the uh, in the series. Like this woman goes to a zoo and it's the Essex County Zoo. That's a, a, a nod to his comic book Essex County. Uh, they do a, a close up on a street that's Gideon Street. That's a nod to Gideon Falls, another one of his comics. Is there uh, any underwater welding? There is no, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not finished, but uh, it's really good. Uh, they, you know, what they, it's kind of like how I felt about like the the first season of The Walking Dead when Frank Darabont was involved, like it feels like somebody that was like an incompetent uh, so far anyway, they might tank it in the last half of the, the thing. But uh, it seemed like somebody who was like, or a team of good writers were like, Hey, this is what we could do to kind of do some interesting things they didn't do in the comic. And so far so good. Uh, I definitely recommend it. That's on Netflix. Uh, but that's all I watched. Uh, Sean, you haven't gone yet. I, all I watched was like a gore man in the basketball playoffs. Uh, and that's everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Oh, yeah. So, yes, let's get into our feature presentation. He got game. Who got game? It Where's the game? It ain't saying nothing if the game ain't nothing. What? I hmm. bought that soundtrack. It's a I good remember. soundtrack. I bought it like a month before the movie came out because it was the newest Public Enemy album because it is like a Public Enemy album. It's got like Carrot's ones on it and stuff. But I, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I wish that that was more prevalent in the movie and less like, classical music. I hated all the the wild. fucking like Star Wars music throughout the the majority <laughs> gravy, of this. the gravy train like like jingle that was playing during that first night basketball game. And I'm not like, saying that because it's just like you need to have hip hop in like a basketball movie, but like his choice to do like all this classical music, like it, it, it just plays just to play it. Like there's scenes like where I'm like not sure the choice of that because like there's like two characters in an argument, but then there's like Flight of the Bumblebee playing underneath of it, and that it's like what the hell am I like? I don't know. I more Public Enemy, please, because that those songs like. That was good. I remember that he got game song. I feel like they must have put that in the, the ads. Yeah, it was, for the it movie. was a single. I well, definitely remember because they used that uh fucking. It's not, is it Crosby, Stills and Nash? What's the yeah the yeah yeah Buffalo Springfield. Yeah. Buffalo Springfield. Buffalo Springfield. Yeah, which is still technically kind of Crosby, Stills and Nash because Steven Stills was in Buffalo Springfield, also in Sex Ball Bomb. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it. Who wants to do the synopsis? This is gonna be a quick one because it's a it's a pretty pretty quick like every scene kind of repeats itself, but the overall plot is very fast. So, Alec, oh come on, I'll do it if you don't God. want to do it. Alec, I'll do it. All right. Uh, so uh, <laughs> just we we'll keep Ow. passing back to each other, <laughs> yeah. much like the basketballs in this movie. Um, <laughs> So there's, uh, there's no traveling in your synopsis, right? Uh, so movie opens and it opens. I think it opens at Attica. Does it open at Attica? I think it opens at Attica. Nope. Pause. It opens <laughs> with just shots of people playing basketball all over the country to varying levels of success. With it's not even classical music. It's like a march. Like it's like a Sousa march playing it over, is, and it's it a is a famous song. And Goggs is right. They used it as like it was like a 
rice or roni or some shit used it for an ad campaign. It was it was for like a gra- like gravy or something. Yeah. Well, that's not the one that plays at the very beginning. That plays oh yeah, later. right. That's later. But right off the bat, it lost me with that. I was like, no, <laughs> god damn. And down. like, I'm 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 okay. Like, I feel like <clears throat> basketball. A basketball movie with a classical soundtrack wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but the choices he made with the classical music in this is the worst thing in the world. Like he picked terrible songs. Like to I know go why with. he's doing it, but I agree it doesn't really work. See, I, I think it could work if he had the right stuff. Like it, it didn't. Yeah. Like the stuff he was playing during the scenes didn't have like a rhythm that like matched the energy of the scene. That's, a, good right. way. That's a really that's good way. Yeah, to put it. That's an excellent way to put it. Um, so yeah, so we, we see a bunch of gonzo footage of America's love affair with basketball, uh, and, and then I guess we get, I guess then we go to Attica or, or, or maybe we're looking at Jesus. It's one of the two. Shoot at gonzo. We're shooting Who loves basketball? Ooh. So think So we're at Attica and then eventually, right. We're at Attica and we, we meet, uh, Jake Shuttlesworth out there doing shooty hoops under the by himself in the yard, uh, under the under the uh, the watchful supervision of a guy who's just waiting for a reason to pull the trigger, uh, and then you find out the warden wants to talk to him. So then squeal like a pig, Ned Beatty is like, "Hey, I like basketball. You like basketball. Know who loves basketball? Governor loves basketball. Your kid's pretty good at basketball. He should go play a big state, and that's a real name of a college in this universe. Well, it's not. It's not that he's pretty good. He's the number one." He's he the is number LeBron. one of our games. If you're not familiar yeah. with this movie or Zion Williamson or whoever, like the recent, you know, next god of basketball is Sam yeah. Bowie. Yep, Sam Bowie, a name you I feel like you just Man. learned yesterday. <laughs> God's yeah, actually, Sam Bowie's God, father is God's must have act, He must have actually been on Facebook and looking yeah. at Sean's Facebook posts. <laughs> oh, wait, did Sean post about Sam Bowie? <laughs> yeah, literally, like yesterday. Sam, oh, cool. Right Sam, on. Sam Baba Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> Baba Booey, Baba Booey, <laughs> I only the only reason the only full disclosure, the only reason I know about Sam Bowie is I think because of a Jay-Z line where he complain he claims that all everyone else is Sam Bowie. I'm like, who's Sam? I was like the inventor of the knife who died at you, the Alamo? What that, Isn't that, that like is. a liqueur? No, I know, I know. Sam's, oh, that's Dram Bowie. Sam Bowie's the guy that got drafted ahead of Jordan. Correct. And Charles Barkley. Yeah. So he's like the biggest bust in basketball history. Uh, comparatively, yes, but so he really besides, wasn't. Besides he wasn't Levi even his heart. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that one. Shout out! <laughs> shout out to cocaine. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't like a bust in as much as just like what could have been. You know, like yeah. I mean, oh, like, how many like, rings did he get? Like six. It's like um. It's like what's his name? Wasn't like Ryan Leaf taken before like Peyton Manning? Or nah, something? he was taken number two, but it was uh, it was very back and forth. Like they weren't sure who was going to take who. Yeah, and and like anybody who says they knew he was going to be bad is an idiot because it was like it was like split. Like yeah, people like, were every, like, every report was like Leaf has the better physical skills, uh, Manning has the better intangibles, like that kind of thing. Right. Anyway. So anyway, so uh, so Jesus Shuttlesworth, who you later found it's not a named after the savior of all mankind, but a fellow from like Detroit, um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. 
also also from like the biblical Jesus. If you're a Mormon, I believe he's from Philadelphia. Yeah, it's both Jesuses in this case are from Philadelphia. <laughs> whether you're a Mormon or an avid basketball fan, um, and so uh, Ned Beatty's like, hey, listen, if you can get Jesus to commit to big state, and it's like commitment week, right? He's got to make a decision by Sunday, so that sets your time period. Um, you're allowed, Ooh. you know, with the governor, you know, he, he'll jerk you off. Uh, emotionally and let you get out of prison early. Um, so he's, he's like, it's cool. important to point out that he's he's serving a 15 year prison sentence, so he's, he's going, five years in on a 20 year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be in there for 15 more years. That's so, what I meant to say. so he's instead of just sit, yeah, because his wife is incredibly clumsy. Yeah, he's that oh, scene. We'll get to it later. Oh my god! I, we almost we had to pause the movie. I, we had to pause the movie because I couldn't stop laughing. TJ like, fell out. It broke him. I, I, it was one of those times. I mean, we've had it on the show uh, several. Like, there's sometimes I get the giggle bug and I can't stop laughing. Like, I couldn't. It was those like laughing so hard that I had to like stop myself because I couldn't breathe. It wasn't laughter. It was cackling. It, it was, was like funny. that that woman falling into that sink face first looked like a fucking Tim and Eric bit. I was waiting for like the like boing sound effect. Like it, I can't imagine how that was the best take that they had. It was oh my god. I mean, it, it might get a, it's going to get an extra point because that made me laugh harder than anything we watched on the show i I, gogs was there he witnessed it It i could not stop like laughing i it was the funniest thing i've seen in months it was it was something it was it made it made my enjoyment of the film more (laughs) anyway Um, i'm sorry anyway so 15 seconds into the movie so now so now ned bay's like listen instead of just you know letting you out because we have all the power in the world to do so and i guess based on the way that they ended the movie i see why they did it but in the moment they have this like this like Ocean's Eleven level like plot to like get him out of prison. They couldn't just say, "Oh, we're transferring him to another prison." Oh, or oh, so they make not only did they they didn't fake food poisoning. They made him get food poisoning, so yeah. then he could ship his ass out to Coney Island. Well, and it's then more, it's not so much that like they can't say they're transferring him is like they have to be able to explain to the people in the neighborhood why this guy got out on murder in five years or whatever. That's that's the reason for the whole setup, not so much the... Well, like, couldn't the they just other... fake the food poisoning and then let him go? Like... Right, and also they didn't, like, at the end, like, here, we'll just get, we'll jump to the end right now. At the end, they're, like, escaped murderer of, uh, 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 what was it, Joseph Shuttlesworth? What was it, Jesus' dad? Jake. What was it, Jake, Jake Shuttlesworth? Uh, he's like, you know, we was picked up in Coney Island. So I guess, you know, and they even point to that, like, all the other members of the Lincoln Rail Splitters. And I want a Lincoln Rail Splitters t-shirt, might I add. Um, they... Real high school. Yeah, is it really? Is it really? Yeah, it's where stuff on Marbury went. Oh, oh cool! I didn't I know it was that. made up. That's why um, stuff on Marbury it, gets mentioned thirty-eight times in the movie. Oh, that's kind of fun. Um, like he's running around for a week, and nobody's like, "There's not even like one news report about Jake Shuttlesworth on the loose." Beware! Like, so anyway, uh, pause uh, real quick. Go ahead. How often does the news report on happenings in the ghetto by name? I don't know. Okay, is it, that's is a good it, point. Is that's it none? Point. It must be none. It's gonna be none. <laughs> okay, so uh, so now Jake is out of Coney Island. He's with two police officers: the black one, who you should get along with just fine, according to Ned Beatty, and the quiet one It's Jim Brown, who was good to yeah, see. It's it good to see him show up. He's fun. yeah. I think Jim Brown's a lot of fun in this movie. He's good in this movie. Yeah, I, I and, thought the, and, he was and the other cop that looks like the intern from The Office. I can never remember that guy's <laughs> name. Dj Novak. Yeah, yeah, he does look like that. <laughs> so they take him to Coney Island. 
and they set him up in like I don't know some sort of hooker stable uh, where Every he's time. making grilled Every cheeses. <laughs> where he's making grilled cheeses using paper bags and an he iron. Him, he should have called him grilled Jesus. <laughs> So I didn't uh, think I was gonna get away. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, <laughs> and he's just through a very thin wall from just uh, fucking Lilu just getting smashed to bits on the reg. Pause. Yes. I I want to like a last action hero situation. Like me personally, I want to go into the movie world where Mila Jovovich is like a ten dollar hoe. Like this is like. Fan, this this turns this movie into like a high fan, fantasy. A high fantasy. <laughs> like, I know, but who are they gonna like? Are they gonna cast fucking Lena Dunham? You know what I mean? Like, it's still a movie. yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing: they didn't bother casting anyone who could act up, for any other oh, roles. Shut up, Gox. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh. You remember when uh, Lena Dunham thought Odell Beckham was gay because he didn't look at her at a party? You remember when that was a thing? Yeah, she said a lot of weird shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I watched that. That fir- I still stand by that first season of Girls wasn't bad. But what so, are you going to do? So then the rest of the movie is is just a, uh, a collection of scenes of uh, of Ray Allen <laughs> reading something are. off screen and then reading it in front of the camera. Uh, well, mostly, that's, why, that's honestly that's why he has so many notes in the movie. Really, he's just reading his lines. Yeah, he's off never the acted notes. before. Yeah, he, I, I would yeah. Thought, like yeah. every scene, somebody hands him something. Like, look at this. Yeah. No Read kidding. This. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just assuming. You yeah, no, like, Alex totally right. Like, you can see there's even a scene where uh, when Bill Nunn, because like this is like a expendable Spike Lee movie where everybody that's in all of his movies is in it. Bill Nunn's there with his <laughs> wife. She's reading off of something too because she has forgotten a line. Like she's holding a pocketbook or something. You can see her looking oh, at it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I'm just going to say that this movie is filled with horrendous actors. Like, I, I don't know. Not a bad actor. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna disagree, and I know you're not going to agree with me, but there's a certain pitch to Spike Lee movies, and it's a lot like, not in the same kind of way, but you know how like people are act very oddly in David Lynch movies and stilted and weird. Yeah, sure. Like, if you, most of Spike Lee movies up until, like, I guess The Inside Man have this kind of thing where the performances are, like, way over the top. Like, they're not subtle movies at all. No, it's all super text. I mean, that's yeah. that's fair if that's what he was going for, but... It, I, if he's going for that, he nailed it. I find it, like, very I mean, what, distracting. You've seen these people in other movies act yeah. really well. You know what I mean? And well, well, yeah. And stuff sometimes. Yeah, but- I, I just felt like I mean, like that we haven't talked about Jesus's sister. I felt like she was awful. And then it, the when cousin Jesus, was fun, the cousin I don't was know, fun. Like, Booger was fun. You got to remember, this movie is from 1997, and this is like how kids talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. she's not great, but like. I, I think it's the combination of hit Ray Allen and her together. It's tough. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's re- there's a scene where uh, Jesus, it this happens a little later in the movie after uh, Denzel Washington introduces himself to, to them. And, but there, she's basically, this is one of the, the hundreds of scenes where somebody is talking to Ray Allen about all the fortune and wealth they're going to have. Cause they repeat that beat like, over and over and over and over That's again. It's a whole movie. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but but they're like having like a normal conversation about her doing like her math homework. And then she's like, yeah, and then we're going to buy a house. And then like Ray Allen doesn't know how to like change his like he doesn't understand how to like emote right. So he goes from like smiling, happy, like, hey, homework's right. 
to like I don't know what he's trying to do. We ain't just, rich. We ain't shit. What the fuck is it? It's like again, it's it's like a guy like I, I know like I, I just don't understand why he cast like, Ray Allen. I understand so why bad. But, like they, they also the, they cast him for the basketball would seem more authentic, Fair. but there's not enough of it. I, to I will propose performance, something you know what I mean? different. I will propose I mean, something bas- different. Basketball is like the hardest sport to make look real if you're not good at it. I will say case in point, Denzel Washington shooting jumpers at the beginning. Yeah. And holding the ball like behind his head. Yeah. To yeah. Start a shot. Is whack as hell. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen like, cause you know, basketball hood movies were big for a while. Like oh, yeah. in above the rim, they're all playing on nine foot baskets and it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. super distracting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is very like, you need a certain kind of athleticism to fake it. I will I will propose something. It, later on in the film, we're introduced to Rick Fox, who's also a basketball player. He's a much better actor. Rick Fox Ray- looks like he is 45 he years old. Like, I, I don't buy him as a college student, <laughs> let alone a high school student. But I thought, at, he, I thought he was good in the movie. At I Tech thought, U, I at Technical like, University. I felt like he had a lot more presence in his few scenes that he's in this movie. Well, he, he has acted a lot more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even I'm even sorry. back then, at that point? Yeah. I'm not, yeah, 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 yeah. He was I'm on some, like... Like adult soap opera type show, I forget what it was. Like a, a nighttime show. Yeah, Kevin, I'm, Kevin, I'm pretty sure he went into like TV stuff post basketball too. Yeah, like he like has a production company or something. But Ray yeah. Allen's like 22 when this movie comes out, maybe 21 because he's out of Connecticut already. Mm-hmm. But he, you you can buy him as a high school student. Rick Fox, oh, was yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. ridiculous. That's fair. <laughs> well, that's why he had his. That's why he had his. Uh, his hat on backwards. Yeah, he's, like, he's, uh, he's got that uh, hello, fellow kids. in a porno aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like, well, all I'm saying is, we found out later in life, I mean, hindsight's 2020, that Kevin Garnett never acted in shit, and he was amazing in Uncut Gems. And Kevin Garnett is one year older than Ray Allen, so this should have been I Kevin will. Garnett's movie. But also, I, I, Kevin Garnett, uh, when he was Ray Allen's age, looked like he was in his 30s. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Kevin Garnett cannot pass for half Hispanic, which I think is important to the script for some reason or another. Yeah. Uh, also, I feel like, I don't know. The, he, he, like We can argue, I guess, that the Safdie brothers maybe aren't as good a directors as Spike, Spike Lee, but I don't think anybody's going to argue that the Safdie brothers are not better writers than Spike Lee. That script for Uncut Gems is airtight. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. This is like... He, I, I, yeah, I'm like a big Spike Lee stan, so like my opinion should not be counted for a whole lot. But like he's, I like a, a lot about this movie, and like Do the Right Thing, which is a movie that got nominated for Best Picture, is just like this. Like it is not subtle. Everybody's acting super weird, but um, it it kind of throws back to New York. You don't see anymore. It feels more like an Abel Ferrara kind of New York than anything else does. You know what I mean? And I it's super neon. You can you can tell, and then I looked it up later. Reffin was a big Spike Lee fan because there are a lot of like straight neon, like weird one shots that are lifted like straight wholesale from his movies. Hmm. Anyway, we are out of where we are. Well, it doesn't matter because now we're in the middle of the movie. So there's, there's three parts of this movie. There's the beginning where they have the stupid breakout scene. The entire middle you can show in any order you damn well please yeah, because it is just it is just people going up to Ray Allen going, where are you going to go to school, Ray Allen? He goes, I don't know yet. And then the scene ends, and then the next scene happens. It's like, hey, where are you going to go to school? Here's my thoughts on the matter. It's like, you don't trust or you don't love me. You just love the money I'm going to give you. 
Yeah. And then the scene ends. And then, and then, and then, then the have, next scene you have, happens. Uh, Rosario Dawson, who's like literally like fucking she, another guy on the phone. And she he, is awful in this movie, by the way. Like she looks like, fantastic. Oh yeah. And she, is there yeah. in this like I don't know? I, maybe I was drunk or high. <laughs> I watched. Were you this. high? That would be amazing. Hell yeah. No, high on ecstasy. Uh, Oh, okay. Holy shit! Yeah, that's what I'm um, talking about. He was almost this, in the Kiyoki watching the game. But the scene where they're at the agent's house, yeah, was that still Rosario Dawson? I feel like yes, they replaced yes. her with somebody yeah, that looked no, very that similar. For like oh, a scene. She, does, she does look bizarre in that scene. I know what you're talking about because like her hair is different. Like she, also, her costuming is totally different than it is. I in see the rest what you're of the also, also, Ray Allen is like so nonplussed for like most of this. It's like my girlfriend's hanging out with this dude and like swimming together in the pool. It's like he's, well, he's walking around. Doesn't with, give a fuck though. He, he's walking around with Joey Bag of Donuts, looking at a bunch of Ferraris. While Rosario Dawson's getting finger blasted in the pool by this other you guy. You got to talk about how great Ray Allen's delivery of how much of his how much his wasp his watch cost. Eighty nine ninety five. So I did excited. like that. That was that was charming. It was cute. Also, yeah. like before you run it over, there is like a I think a legitimately great scene in the second act of this movie, and it is uh, the flashback to him playing basketball with his father. Yeah, when that was he's good. a little kid. Well, the one that leads up to the funniest murder of all time? Yeah. Yeah. And that scene is tremendous. And as, like, a half-Hispanic whose father would come home drunk and square up with him like he was a grown man, like, I really felt that scene. No, that was, like, some of those, those, like, some, I mean, some of the stuff is not bad. It's just done bad. Like, the ideas aren't terrible. You you know what I do like about uh, Washington's performances? He's kind of doing a proto-Alonzo whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. But it's not as, like super cornball goofy like it fits this movie better for some reason than it does training day it's not as like it's not as arch all the time it just slips into being arch like occasionally like like as the week goes on so here's the thing so over the week right for dear dear listeners over the week uh jake shellsworth needs to try and get back into jesus's good graces and convince him to sign a letter of intent to go to big state because uh but jesus doesn't want to talk to him because he killed his mom in the funniest uh, shove and smash oh of all time. So but, funny. So but funny. like over the course of the week, right? Like Jake gets kind of more and more desperate and he gets more and more angry and he gets more and more like, He's, you know, he yeah. kind of starts losing his cool when he's losing He also his develops a relationship with the hooker next door, which you can cut completely out of the movie because it right. doesn't go anywhere. Um, but then like, Oh, so, it goes somewhere. I mean, goes, I guess it goes up her butt. Yeah. Is that what happened? Hold on. We need to talk about that. Pants. We need to talk about this. What did he come in his pants or did he fuck her with his pants on? I thought he was, I thought he, he, he jail fucked her. That's the whole point of the scene. Like he's barely got it out. He's like fuck her before the the guard comes fucking. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And then oh. plus like in 2 seconds. I mean, that's uh, fine. I would have busted in 2 seconds too. Yeah. Fair. So then, I guess that's the most realistic part of this film. So then uh but then G, like the whole movie's just people Trying to woo Jesus in like, but like in the most like, Can we? no one, the only person, like the only character in the movie that seems to actually have any care, like that any that seems to generally give a shit about him, mm-hmm. I guess, other than his sister is his aunt. Everyone else, yeah. their motives are on front street. They don't even like, they're not even subtle about it. Like even I did have one question because I, well, I don't know if dad, I just missed his dad cares about him. I feel like that. No, he the, doesn't. Yes, he does. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you didn't take away that does. from the movie. 
I mean, I like, think he cares about him, but he cares about getting out of prison too. No, oh, no, 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 no. You, oh, I, 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 I don't know how you well. didn't read that. Like, no, that, I, I, I think I, this. It, I, I, the way I read it was the same. The same time frame that uh, his dad was trying to get him to open up. His dad was also realizing that he cares about him. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, same I mean, way. Yeah, yeah. I don't, well, you're better. I don't you're, think... better you're better movies than I am. I, I don't know, because it's very much implied, especially in the scene where he opens that box. He's like, "After boy, all you shitty letters." There's like five thousand letters in that box. Like it yeah. is very much implied that he cares about his kid prior to. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think the yeah. idea is that like he is able to go at least like reconcile a little bit with his son. That's more why he's doing it because like. He knows he can't beat him one on one. Like he understands that. You know what I mean? But he has to like as But it wasn't at that moment to drive it like to just drive home like well, the, even the how fight. good I've made you and just have that connection right. with him over basketball. But if he, if he true if he if he truly cared about his kid, he never would have given him the paperwork to begin with to get him out early. He would have just So that was my take him, on it. Right? Him his, it would have just I would just give him his blessing and his I, advice, I, I, right? Give him his I advice. I don't but know not that put like be, not put like a price on it. I don't know that right. to be the case because they very clearly set up that he's being followed by these guys the whole time. So he has to make some kind of show, but otherwise they're itching to bring him back to prison the whole movie. You know, or shoot mean? him over. So, yeah, he has to make some kind of show of it. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm kind of with Alec on this one. Like, I guess I guess maybe that's why I misread it. If I did misread it, it's that if he really just. He would just he would accept it to go out to get out and about, but he would just be like, do whatever you want, man. I just want you to be happy. And I don't think I, I think I don't he, know could, if he, also, he could also read it that his motivations change slightly once he actually talked. To You're him. right. He could grow and evolve, and that's a good thing. Well, yeah, right? that's, so that's that's what I was that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So okay, uh, well, then uh, everyone can we, talk, can we okay. talk about the one guy? Well, I think his name was Big Time. Oh my god! That guy sounded like Anders in Workaholics when he's like trying to go undercover in the high school. He's like, "Damn, what's up with all these books?" Like he was fucking. He's like, "He's like, hey man, you want women? You like hit his like fucking great ball players." Oh my god! Also, like Spike Lee's like he's like. What about the pussy, man? And then Spike Lee has to cut to, like, people fucking and, like, what about the cocaine? And then you got to cut to, like, this weird, like, cr- like trap house scene. It's like, what the? Like, we get it, dude. You can just say it. Like, like I you, don't... Know how to, you know how to spell pussy, don't you? V-Y-H-I-V. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy was fucking so terrible. Like, what the fuck? Like, that whole scene, and it lasted forever. But, like, I could not stop thinking about uh, the... Anders like code switching voice like that just reminded I, I me so like much. That move, that guy's supposed to be in the movie at some point later and never shows back up because he makes the big like, I'm the one that keeps you from getting murdered by these motherfuckers, and it just right, like, right, it right. never readdressed. So that's yeah. his bit. That's his like he's protection. Like that's his. I couldn't figure out what his yeah. role was other than he was just like a big per- like well, so he, in the neighborhood. He's also there to explain to white people what happens to young black men that um, get caught up in the fucking basketball system is like I think his actual function in the movie. So I do have one other question. So at some point it comes out right that Jesus and Mary live in and, um they live in their own apartment that is paid for by whom and there's no repercussions the for that. The coach pays for it. The coach pays for it, right? Okay. The coach that, the coach that for some reason I'm sorry Sean no, at some reason the coach, the first scene with the coach, he's like talking kind of normal, but then like when he's like trying to oh. convince what's his name to like go to to yeah. his idea, 
he turns into like a t- like super Italian. Where does like, he mean like? Me and Dogs could not stop yeah. laughing. It's like, hey, I got my gabagool over here. You got to fucking sign with the gabagool, Collie. Like, I, I know, like, it's like, oh, how would somebody not report or how would they not find out that they're living? But, like, we've all seen, like, how college athletics works and shit like that. Like, oh, it's, I don't, yeah, I don't question that at all. Yeah, but, it's yeah. like, but it's weird that, like, Jesus has, like, a very strong, like, moral compass about what is right and wrong, it it's seems from, like, through a majority from, of the film. It's from his mother. Well, he, well, he no, says no, to the coach at the end, he says, that was a loan. You're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. So he didn't, he thought... And he the coach is... Yeah. Yeah. And the coach doesn't really seem to have a... Stu- the coach just wants to know where he's going. He doesn't necessarily... He doesn't actually ever push him to a direction, right? He doesn't no, even... He, just wants, to, he not, wants to leak it to... Yeah. To make some, yeah. Like... Get some clout. So, um, so then it all it all keeps going down. He goes to to Tech U or whatever. He bangs Chasey Lane and Jill Kelly. Uh, he gets to have we get to have a very fun scene with John Turturro. That's uh, my favorite scene in the whole movie. John yeah, Turturro like is great. He's yeah. great in this. Yeah. Um, and then it kills me to have such like a like he's such a good actor. Everybody else like one. I don't know. I felt like I felt like John Turturro is like doing so much work. Like I was like, why isn't he in this movie more? Well, he should have been the first coach. He should have like, been big time. He should have been Jesus yes! Shuttlesworth. It should have been John Turturro as Jesus Shuttlesworth. I just love John Turturro, and I thought like that scene where he's just like he's he did that like there's like one little move where he's like talking trying to sell the school, and he does like that like he's ba- he's dribbling the basketball. He goes like he the head fake. Yeah. I love that. I was like, that's so great. I don't so know. then we so it all big it all, ups to John Totoro. That guy is underrated as far as acting goes. That guy's right. amazing. So as we as we turn the corner into the third act, uh, Denzel Washington either either bangs Miljovic or creams his jeans, and then he has a one on one with his son, which he loses by I think like seven points. Uh, and then the cops pick him up. There's a story goes out that he was an escaped convict from Rikers Island, and basically the governor fucked him over. Everyone fucked him over, so he's gonna be in prison the rest of his life. Uh, Ray Allen decides to go to Big State University anyway. Uh, he makes his announcement via his coach via letter. Um, and and then upon hearing that, Jake Shuttlesworth uh, throws a basketball through some sort of interdimensional portal. I don't have a problem with this. It's fantasy. <laughs> it's I mean, I, it's fine. It's a metaphor. Like I I on a, of all my problems with this movie, this wasn't one of them. And so then that's that. So I guess Jesus made the best decision for him. Jake feels good that he, you know, his son is out there get, you know, doing the best he can and trying to make amends for the fact that he fucked up. So and I, I pause real quick. Guys, you made a good point because there's like the, the off limit, the off limit area at the prison was right next to the basketball hoop. It was right behind it. Like that, that, ball, that ball would go in there constantly. That there. ball would like yeah. never like. <laughs> anyway, well, that's that's after you missed where Jake sits down with the warden again, and the warden Ned Beatty is hemming and hawing about him actually getting the time off his sentence. Yeah, and that's yeah. why he walks across the 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 do not cross line on the ground, and the guard is screaming at him to get back so he doesn't have to blow his brains out. Is the implication that he like after does he survive that scene, or is the implication that he's committed suicide by cop? I no, don't, I don't know. know. I think he's like, survived. I, I think honestly, I think Goggs is right. I think it's purposefully ambiguous. Oh, oh. he becomes the basketball and goes to Jesus. <laughs> and, 
Yoke no, not literally, voyage, but like, like his, his soul metaphorically his, leaves that's leaves always, leaves Attica. That's how I always read it because like he knows he's not getting out. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's his his mission is completed as far as he's concerned. Well, and then that's that's it. Then you, then you get to watch a whole bunch of B roll over one of the greatest original uh, hip hop songs to a you movie ever. To watch Mila Jovovich. Uh, run around in like a see-through raincoat and a bikini, which is a wonderful vision. She's like a, that's like a Patrick Bateman special. Like it just doesn't make I, any sense. I, there's something. I, 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 I go ahead, sir. I'm gonna say I do love. Uh, you can tell Spike Lee's a fucking film student nerd when in this movie because there's so many references to shit that like people in 1997 were not talking about. Like where the pimp's like, "Yeah, babe, you look just like who?" She's like, "Kim Novak." Kim Novak and what? Where to go? Like what the fuck conversation? What or what was the the the, the agent guy? He's Buddy he's, Hackett. Buddy Hackett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I I I don't know, man. Like this this one wasn't for me. I'll, I'll say that. I I just felt like it. Re- it just like you could have told this story in like thirty minutes. Like you just kind of repeats the same scene. Yeah. Like over and over and over again and like it, it, again if it's a stylistic choice then, then that's fine i mean like uh you know i watch plenty of style i I love yargo lanthimos movies and david Lynch I mean, movies like, again i know you're not like super into him or super familiar with him. if you go back and watch any of his like older movies they're all very arch and stylized like this i like mean a lot of, uh, a it's lot probably of, why i didn't like him yeah <laughs> it's probably of- i just probably didn't connect with uh a lot of direct to camera stuff. Like I think it hit the most egregious is, is not even in this movie. It's the the scene in the twenty fifth hour where Edward uh, Norton's like, yeah, I hate that movie. No, that yeah, movie's a lot of that. So yeah, if, if you don't like the style of this movie, you're not gonna oh, like the movie. No also, like there, we didn't really mention it, but there's like a lot of weird cuts in this movie. Yeah, like there's a lot of like there's a scene where where Jesus is talking to his aunt and uncle. And, like, the ant is in the middle of a sentence, and it cuts to Jesus. There's, like, a scene where Rosario Dawson is talking to Jesus, and her head is one place, and then it cuts, and her body is completely... It's, like, there's, like, weird... Like, there's a lot of weird, like, just... I don't know. It's, like, he doesn't really care about the editing that much. Well, you, you gotta remember, too, the guy went to NYU film school, so there's gonna be a lot of that, like, kind of art mo stuff in these movies. I mean, it just looks bad. Like, yeah. I, don't, like, it just, no, I get it. It's, like, very... Like, I don't know. Again, like, it, maybe if you're again, just... I like that shit, though. Like, I like the, um... The weird, like, uh, player's ball insert shots, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit I'm into. I mean, I like the basketball scenes like i thought those were shot well I, i'm talking about the uh, the pimp yearbook shot uh, oh yeah, yeah 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 uh anything else you're gonna talk about before we get into five knuckle shuffles anything else all right uh alec mm. Mm. um you know i came into this feeling like i really liked spike lee because mm. like i like inside man i guess i like his more recent stuff I like Inside Man a lot. I love uh, Black Klansman. I loved The Five Bloods. But I was going back and looking through his filmography. I was like, you know, I really haven't seen very many Spike Lee movies. Just more, I guess, more recent ones that are more accessible and uh, not conformist, but more like normal movies. They're not as... uh, uh, Impenetrable and like obnoxious. Well, impenetrable and obnoxious, but also they're not as like uh, risk not 
risky with like his shot, the way he shoots. Yeah. Like this, like his past few, like there's no scenes in any of his movies that I like that are ten minutes of people just talking directly to the camera. Yeah. At least that I can remember. Uh, there is in Black Clan or in uh, yeah, in Black Klansman when they're at that rally, there's there's some scenes like that, but it's it's but pretty... that guy's literally talking to other people in a yeah, room and yeah, the camera's yeah, yeah. just focused on him. That's fair. In this, like all the people asking him for money, like yeah. in the future, I guess it's like f- five minutes of people just, hey man, give me some money. Oh, you're my, you're my third cousin. I love you, man. Give me some money, yeah. and like. One or one or two of those is fine, but I felt like it went on for like ten, like fifteen relatives. Well, yeah, it's like um, one, and it's one beat. It's well, they're beating you, you they're beating just overhead with it the entire movie. Um, yeah, I really thought I was going to like this movie a lot because, like, I'm a, I love basketball and I love basketball movies. Um, but nah, dog, this just this wasn't this wasn't for me. Uh, I guess I'm going to give it a, I don't know, a four. Like, I just was not, was not a fan. This, this didn't do it for me. Early Spike Lee is not my jam, <laughs> but I do remember liking Bamboozled, but I haven't seen that in a long time. That is like a, a even more like Spike Lee-ish. So maybe... I don't know. Go back and watch it, but it is like all weird camera transitions and shit. Yeah, I saw that. I I saw that when I had my ACL surgery after the senior year of high school, yeah. and I literally was just in my basement watching movies all summer long. Every other day, my mom would take me to Hollywood Video, and I would rent like five sounds, new movies. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, it was. That sounds, that sounds very, so good, man. A <laughs> very kind of like shocking movie for like a, a youngish white dude to watch, like the subject matter. I'm sure I didn't get it. Like, I know I didn't get it because I can barely remember it. I just remember finding it entertaining. Yeah. But, yeah, especially a youngish white dude from Carroll County who yeah. just graduated high school in a, a graduating class of 500 people that had Four black kids. Yeah, <laughs> but we still almost had a race war. If you remember that, I do. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. Uh, TJ, uh, it's a five for me. However, it's just because of the amount of tit and the funniest death scene I've ever seen in a film. Um, so it gets it that that literally gives it a three point bump. Um, because I didn't like this movie at all. Um, uh, but uh, big ups to Chasey Lane and Jill Kelly who who have cameos in this movie. Nineties uh, porn royalty. It's adorable um, how you can tell how uncomfortable Ray Allen oh, is yeah. in that scene. Well, it's funny, right? Because like they shoot a lot of it where he's not even on the ca- on screen. Like yeah. so, like you could tell he was really uncomfortable with it. But like, I I don't know that uh, like also that entire sequence at what was it Tech University or whatever tech is fucking hilarious. Like I just. I mean, it, it's. I'm sure it's. It's you know, it's like everything else in this movie, right? It's. It's. There's truth to it, but it's like amplified like a million percent. But like, literally, just like uh, uh, what's his name, Rick Fox has just like a harem of like white girls that are just like ready to fuck like immediately. It's like God. Have what, you seen what that a, guy though? Oh, Rick Fox. Yeah, I'm sure that was probably like I said. It's pretty close to reality. It's amplified, but it's pretty close. Um, 
I, I, uh, but, but yeah, tits aside and hilarious, like literally side splitting. Like, I, I really wish, like, I might actually, this movie might prompt me to learn how to actually do like video editing so I can do like what YouTube people do and add like funny, like sound effects and shit. Cause I really want to re edit that scene and add like, 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 like the fucking, like, uh, I don't know, some kind of goofy video game sound, death sound effect or something, or like uh, the Mario waste, dying the, or the something. wasted font, like from like yeah. Grand Theft Auto when you die, or, or do the Mega Man, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or do the, um, fade, do the fade in from like fucking like Dark Souls, like that would be dead. yeah, the you you died, that would yeah. be good. But uh, other than that, I, I mean, I'm sorry, like I I found the acting to just be like that to me was impenetrable, like it. It wouldn't be so bad if it if it wasn't. It's very long, it, and the scenes are just the same scene over and over and over again. And the acting is horrible. And I can't, like, I can't focus on, I can't focus on anything else but what's in front of me. And I, I had a hard time like getting through this movie. Uh, I I I don't know. Denzel Washington's good in it. Like, I actually kind of I thought it was nice because we've been kind of hard on him. Uh, on the podcast. Um, I didn't like him in Training Day. I obviously didn't like him in Deja Vu. But he's good in this. Like, he he really does a good... Yeah, I think he's, like, a, a solid core to this movie. I just feel like he's kind of wasted with, like, a bunch of really bad actors. Also, his subplot with Mila Jovovich, I felt like, could have just been completely cut out. Like, I, I guess it, it, like, you know, he's... Obviously, like he's lonely, and it's about him like reconnecting and 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 trying to be, you know, trying to to be more compassionate or whatever. But it doesn't. I don't know. To me, it's, it's, his, it's his save the cat plot line. But like, to by the end of it, it's just like, like who gives a fuck? Like, I, I don't, I didn't, like, I don't know. It, it was, and also the scenes between him and Mila Jovovich were fucking obnoxious. Like, Mila Jovovich is terrible in this. Like, oh, you think you think you're smart? You think you're smart? Like, how many times are you gonna say that, bitch? Like, goddamn, there ain't no free pussy. Yeah, oh, oh my god, terrible in most things. She's, like... re- I mean, she's hot. I'm not gonna yeah. take that away from her. She's fucking gorgeous. Also, guys and I, like, how old do you think Mila Jovovich is? In, I know the answer, so I'm not gonna say anything. Or no, like, just like in, in real life, how old is Mila Jovovich? She's like our age, right? Like forty or forty-seven. Yeah, yeah, I think she's forty-five. Forty-five, yeah. I, I always assumed she. I thought she was like fifty something. I thought she was much older than us, but no, she's like our age. She's, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. This one, this one wasn't for me. I, I, uh, I, I don't think I ever saw this movie, um, but I have seen a smattering of other Spike Lee movies from this period, and I think this is this just goes as to why I wasn't a big fan of him. I don't like his writing style. I don't like his directing style. I hated the music in this movie. The music, which we talked about briefly in the beginning, the music is like the most distracting thing in this entire movie for me. Like I don't, the, the music that he picks doesn't match the scenes he puts it in. And I found that obnoxious. Like, I, I, I don't know. But again, like when you get the, the public enemy soundtrack, it's good. Like it works. Like it flows with what's going on. Like there's a, there's a, I think it's a KRS one song. Where, where it's both, yeah. Is it is it Public Enemy featuring KRS? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a it, that song plays when when uh, Denzel Washington is looking for his son, and he's like, you know, it, it, it's like it works, it flows with the scene. But then you got like again, you got 
you know, fucking duel of the fates playing when two characters are fucking just talking on a bench. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? I don't know. I, I, I hated this movie, but again, I ha- I am a sucker for tits, and there's plenty of tits in this movie. You almost see Rosario Dawson's tits. Uh, you see some random people's tits when they just talk about sex, because you have to be reminded what sex is as an audience. It's very uh, Luke Besson. Oh, uh, Yeah. I also think I came away from this thinking that Spike Lee's just a fucking pervert, which I, I respect. Yeah. Uh, and also that death scene is fucking like, I, I can't stress enough how funny I found that death scene. I, uh, it, again, I, it, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. So funnier than anything in the comedies that we've watched on this, this show for sure. Uh, who hasn't gone yet? Uh, the two of you, have Sean and I, We'll leave Sean for last because he's, you know, he's he 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 he's gonna like this more than anybody. Gogs. Um, it's also a five for me, but for different reasons. Um, so I hold fives in like the, you know, fives are like the forgettable category, and I, I, I had seen this movie previously. I thought I'd see this movie. I think I own this movie, and I rem- I had watched it a long time, and I thought I remembered liking it, but as I was watching, it, I didn't remember anything from. A big, huge chunks of it I did not recall. I recalled like the Chasey Lane scene. I didn't recall any like the breakout scene or how he got screwed over in the end. So I think I think in a lot of ways it's just kind of like it's very. I you get beat over the head with the message of people are going to come at people. Only want to use you for what you can do for them. Like over and over and over. It's the whole. It's the whole point of the movie, I guess. Um, and once you you know once you've kind of taken that message in, like you don't need to hear about it for you know, an hour and 20 straight minutes in this, in the middle of the film. Um, and then nothing, I mean, not a lot, not a lot happens. Like not like Ray Allen's character doesn't really develop much at all over the course of the movie. I guess it's not about his character's development. I guess it's about Denzel's character's development, but like this, this would have been a better movie if something happened to Ray Allen, not necessarily him dying at the end, but, something happened that costs him his dreams. Like he keeps the watch or something. Like, yeah, like there, there was some sort of like, yeah, that's a great point. Like there was some sort of conflict that like, that like he fucked up and he needs to make amends or something happened that he couldn't right. But that's a, that's more interesting, but he's almost like, he's a Mary Sue in this whole thing. Basically. <laughs> God, <laughs> He is like, he doesn't do anything wrong. I mean, what he does wrong, he doesn't do that wrong. And even the stuff he does wrong, he turns out fine. Like yeah. he doesn't like, it's uh, I can can I jump in real quick? There's one thing I wanted to mention uh, before we, we before we get too far away. There's a there's something that that happens in this movie that that it really bothered me, and I it's just it's a weird and like I I know this sounds like woke patrol or whatever, but like Denzel Washington is suspicious of Rosario Dawson, knowing nothing about her other than the fact it's like well she's a woman, and then of course Rosario Dawson is is cheating and like is deceitful. It's like it's a weird beat that this movie has. Like, there's no like conflict. Every woman in this movie, unless they're related to Ray Allen, is awful in some way or another. Well, even the people that are related to Ray Allen, like Uncle Bubba's, like not like I the only woman. Woman. I said woman, right? Well, yeah, I guess like every, his aunt, right? Like I guess I was saying yeah. earlier, his aunt's the only person that genuinely seems to care about him, yeah, and I guess sister, his sister his aunt, and his mother. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's weird. It's a weird beat that this movie got. Like, I don't know that scene where. Like Rosario Dawson calls Jesus at like two in the morning. She's like, "I gotta talk. You gotta talk to this agent or whatever." 
while she's fucking the guy. It's like, all right, man. Like, yeah, that's damn. not like, yeah. <laughs> but so I mean, like, there's there's things about this movie I like. There's like there's aspects. I, there, I feel like this movie could have told the same story in a different way, and I would have liked it better. They could have added more to Ray Allen's character. They could have cast someone else besides Ray Allen. Um, I don't know. I was like, as we were talking about it, like I didn't hate it. Like it didn't make me mad, but it's just kind of like it's just gonna kind of fade into like whatever the ethereal, the five territory. I don't know if it would be. I can't tell if this would be a good idea or a bad idea. If the movie, like, if it was, if this movie was made now, would they shoot it like a big fake thirty for thirty documentary? And would that be better or worse? I don't know. I mean, there's um, parts of that in this movie. They fuck with it a little bit, but like, yeah. I mean, like the whole thing. Like they kind of like, like they go to like John Thompson. And they go to like, yeah. you All know, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a five. Like they I don't. Go I, I, Fy, they go to Dick Vitale and Gog's like flip the fuck out because Gog hate, hates Dick Vitale. I fucking hate Dick Vitale. But you um, Dick Vitale's awesome baby college hoops. Remember yeah. that game? <laughs> yeah, I sure do. But uh, yeah, like, like I'm saying I'm not mad at the movie. It's just like they do a bunch of dumb, they do a bunch of stuff I don't care for, and I feel like there's a better. It could have been, you know, there, there's a there's a better way to tell this story, and you can make it a little more interesting with it and a better cast. There's a, like a lot of better things. This is like a first the, draft. I want the Safdie brothers to make this movie. So, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll watch that. I'll, I'll add, I'd like to watch Spike Lee now make this movie. I bet he'd probably do it different. Um. Or you want yeah. the heaven knows why version of this? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a five for me, Sean. Uh, it's an eight for me, dog. Like uh, again, I went into this loving this movie. It's a like I uh, I don't disagree with almost anything anybody said about this movie. Like, don't get it twisted. But it's a uh, stylistically, I like it, and it is a vulgar movie about a vulgar subject full of like vulgar performances. Like, it's there's nothing redeeming about almost anything in this movie. It's a uh, it's an almost like only God forgives because even Jesus Shuttlesworth is not particularly likable. You know what I mean? Like even in his big moment to forgive his father, he passes a note along for somebody else to read. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't think there's like, I, I, I know it's like, it seems like he doesn't do anything wrong, but it's like, he almost beats the shit out of his sister on several occasions. Uh, he screams at his shitty uncle. He uh, like, he's not like, yeah, but at the same time, his shitty uncle like deserves his shitty, shitty, yeah, his yeah, shitty sure. uncle is like, don't we deserve something for what well, like, his character is like, you? I like, forget I forgive his character for being basically <laughs> abused by everyone throughout right. the entire movie. But again, like he he doesn't have like a any kind of like really redemptive arc. Like yeah, I think someone mentioned he doesn't change at all. But he's like almost like defiantly a prick and like which I guess you know, if somebody murdered my mother. I'd be pretty upset about it. Well, if somebody, if someone murdered your mom and seemed like they only gave a shit about you for what you could do for them, I mean, I imagine you'd be, I'd be, you'd be a prick to everyone too. And like, that's his whole life. It's not like he needs, he also has nothing to redeem from, right? Like you well, said, there's no right, redemption arc. Like, like, when, when we say he's like this Mary Sue that doesn't do anything wrong, he does tons of shit wrong in the movie. It's just like, you you empathize with him because of his backstory, you know what I right, mean? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, like, it's not subtle. I mean, he doesn't make subtle movies. Uh, this the public enemy soundtrack, which like I have a hard time separating from the movie, even though it's not in it as much as it should. Bangs. Like I enjoy like and this is why I thought maybe Alec would like it a little bit more. Just all like it's a big nostalgia trip for me too, because it's got John Thompson and Dean Smith and Reggie Miller gets interviewed and knowing the history between Reggie Miller and Spike Lee, like there's a lot of like kind of inside baseball about inside basketball that I like. But uh yeah, I'm a, a fan of his movies, like 
almost in total. Like, she's got to have it sucks. There's a couple things I'm not fond of. The old boy remake's not good. But he's also only 33 when this movie comes out. I think he was 25 when he made Do the Right Thing. So, like, it's kind of cringy and, like, almost a little, like, very edgelordy prior to that being an oh, actual yeah. diagnosis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would, like that whole the whole big time scene is like so fucking cringy, Edgelord. But like he's a young man making a movie about shit, and like it's very, it's not sensational about the way like young athletes are treated. Like it's it's pretty on the nose. I mean, look at the Laramie Tunsil story. Watch the um, like SB Nation did all like a three hour documentary about it. Like the shit that they did to that kid. So. But again, I, I realize the, the performances are very bizarre, but like I fielded that same kind of like, why is everybody acting like this for Mulholland Drive and a million and fucking The Lobster? Not saying that the performances are as good in this as they're in those movies, but they definitely have their own kind of pitch to it. So like I can overlook a lot of this stuff. And like I said, for me, it's not perfect. It's, it's too long. Uh, they have some takes that go on fucking forever. The When he's busting a nut on the Ferris wheel... Is, oh my uh, god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just, I, the whole time I was thinking about the carny that's down there, like, operating the wheel, like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I really like... Or just, <laughs> just getting jizz dripped on him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's raining? Oh, wait, that's not rain? That's not rain. It must be the cicadas. Seagulls. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I, and I also understand the fucking want to name your kid after your heroes. But like, if I had a kid, I would name it Commander Shepard. Like, I get <laughs> this whole movie. So, yeah. And again, this is right for me before Denzel Washington collapses into Christopher Walken self parody. Because I think, like, the hurricane comes out not long after this. And then it's just like, it's over with for him, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, yeah. It's an eight. All right. Well, whose pick is it next week? Oh, also, for all our new listeners, because we, we got a big bump because of that fucking... Zack Snyder should put a movie out every week. We would we would, we would be able to get advertisers. Uh, if you're listening to this for the first time after Army of the Dead, make sure to like and subscribe. And uh, if you're listening on our, our podcast feed, hopefully at some point Vinny will figure out why we're not on Spotify. It's because Rogan won't let us. Uh, I don't know. Well, if you're listening through, like straight through the website you we're available on all of the podcast like all of the podcast aggregates except for spotify i don't know what the hell's wrong with spotify it's fucking weird but i will continue to upload all the shows to youtube as well so uh who's got next week's pick but yeah uh, army of the dead our army of the dead show did uh did very well for us oh uh, i've got i've got a pick so did Zack Snyder make any basketball movies? <laughs> Apparently, people love to listen to people talk about Zack Snyder movies. I was like, God, because it was amazing. Oh my God! It, it, yeah, like I, you know what? I agree with you now. Uh, like it, it was like double <laughs> the numbers of our sh- any of our other shows. It's Do you think crazy. Zack Snyder sits around waiting for acoustic covers of old songs to show up to so he can write a movie around that acoustic I don't know, cover? but now every time I hear a song, I'm like, I should cover this acoustically and make a joke about it. Like, yeah. every <laughs> fucking song. Like, he just, like, haunts coffee houses waiting for somebody to, like... 
But he's I, like, he's, he's waiting for inspiration. He's like, yeah, this will be, I'll write a whole movie around well, this well, song. I was listening to like Firestarter by Prodigy. And I was like, I could, I could play like a little, like acoustic accompaniment over there. I had the same, I try, I can't for life me remember what the song was. I was listening to something earlier today. I was Smack like, my bitch up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, where's the, yeah, it's, it's, it's the acoustic version of let the bodies hit the floor. And I'm sure oh, that that's, that's, that's gotta be a thing that yeah. has. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I could, we could definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, we need a we need a girl though. Those just need, Lisa like, Loeb saying soft, one soft, nothing's need, like, wrong a with soft spoken girl. To... Yeah. Oh, you know Lisa Loeb is in like a Geico commercial right now, and she looks exactly the same. It's yeah. amazing. It's holding up as so hot. Like <laughs> she's from Bethesda. Oh my god, local girl. Well, let's uh, get her. Let's so, get her on the show. Zack Snyder did direct a basketball movie. What? Oh, watch uh, that, made then. for a made for video mix. Of highlights of Michael Jordan from the eighties, with a fantasy storyline of a high school teen named Walt, who has been cut from his basketball team. Is it Walt? Walt Walt gets lessons from Michael Jordan himself on the magical playground known as Michael Jordan's Playground. Sounds amazing. Is there there a rape scene in it? (laughs) Probably. What's it called, Alec? Uh, Playground. Anyway. And it is directed by Zack Snyder from 1990. Who, who's who got a pick ready? I do. Uh, Gogs, what's your pick? Uh, the Air Up There. Oh, God. Oh, no. That's, is that with... Uh, is that the kids movie? Kev, Kevin Bacon? No, that's Kevin Bacon goes to Africa to like, recruit an African. Yeah. Oh, that's not going to be problematic. It's going to be problematic as hell. <laughs> it's going to be real bad. I, and if I recall correctly, it's straight up like almost bone through the nose. Type oh no, it is. Like, it's like yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I think it's bone through the nose on the cover. If I'm if memory. Oh, look serves. at the, the cover is yeah. The cover is already bad just from Jump Street. The cover oh boy, is bad. can't wait to can't wait can't wait to lose all those new listeners over that. He didn't God, make his, the movie. His name in it is Jimmy Dolan. Is there a more like wait, is down on his luck guy? coach Jimmy? Isn't there a? I swear to God, that name sounds very familiar. You're thinking of it was Jimmy something was the coach in the replacements. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, All right, Uh, Sean, you got anything to plug? No. uh, The fucking what was the name of Tom Hanks's character in um, fucking A League of Their Own? It's like Jimmy Dugan. Yeah, that's That's it. That's it. That's a good movie. There's no crying in baseball. There's I like no, that movie. I like that movie. There's no fapping in baseball. Don't They're get the... the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> 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 fucking sign that thing for the kid. Yeah, that's a solid movie. Also, like, like Prime Lori Petty. Big fan. Yeah. Another local girl. Is she? Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm, local girl done good. I wanted to fuck her badly, and then she got past about thirty five, and now yeah. she like dog the bounty hunter. Back in, back in her prime, she would have been a oh no oh yeah, there God. it is. Gogs just posted an image from the air up there, and <laughs> this is uh, this is gonna be a ride, folks. <laughs> Strap in. Can we get a black person on so like they can take the brunt of this and? Say say stuff like just talk about the movie because I feel well, like I don't think anybody's gonna watch it. But like, you know what? That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna be shitting on it. I feel a little worried of, of, of four white guys talking about this fucking movie. But we'll um, see. oh yeah, well, Haffy, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Brace yourselves, people. 
I forgot. Uh, I, I, I forgot. We are a co- we're a podcast, a POC podcast. Because there's a fucking Thanks. there's Thanks. a line where uh, he's like he in his like fucking thick uh, whatever fake Nigerian patois. The guy's like they say that uh, flies fly over a town upside down because it's not worth shitting on. And Kevin Bacon goes, "Don't tell me about places not worth shitting on. I'm from Buffalo." Do you remember oh, that? Damn. That's that's the uh, I'm a Clippers fan of the old uh, of oh, old nineties yeah. movies. That, that's oh, the, fuck, the is that a Bewitched reference? It is. Good Ooh. job, Sean. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. That's the show. Uh, go eat your own ass, and uh, uh, just remember we're woke after next week. <laughs> and Frank went out to Jill Kelly. She probably needs the hell love. yeah. Like, go through the classics, life. man. Like nineties nineties vivid video. Still good. Still good. Still good. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Yes. Bye-bye. God, the air up there. Jesus. Is it on?